All right, everybody, welcome back to the Sooner or Later podcast. I'm your host, Joey Gavada, and today on episode 120, we're reviewing Sorry to Bother You. Directed by Boots Riley, written by Boots Riley. Uh, cinematography by Doug Emmett, edited by Terrell Gibson. Music by Tune Yards and The Coop. Production companies were Sig- Significant Productions, MNM Creative, Macro, Cinereach, The Space Program, and Anna Perna Pictures. Uh, distributed by Mirror Releasing in North America, Focus Features Universal Pictures internationally. Um, oh my god, they have that's so weird. Uh, release dates were January twentieth, twenty eighteen, at Sundance, and July sixth, twenty eighteen, in the broader United States. And with a runtime of one hundred and twelve minutes and a budget of three point two million dollars, uh, they are sorry to bother you. Brought in a box office of eighteen point two million dollars. Currently, sorry to bother you is sitting at a ninety three percent on the Tomato Meter with three hundred and twelve reviews and a seventy one percent audience score with five thousand plus reviews. Um, I'm gonna go check Metacritic. Sorry to bother you. Because this is going to tell us a different story. Uh, Metacritic is currently sitting at loading screen. Loading. Loading. Currently sitting at an 80% from critics and a 7 from users. So, the only thing that will ever matter is what we think about. Sorry to bother you. And you guys can start non-spoilers right now while I figure out this timer. Just so I'm uh, pretty sure this is like his first movie, which I think is kind of cool. Because I think is I'm pretty Boots sure Riley's he did music videos. I don't know what he did before, but I was just watching um an interview, and Army Hammer said that this was his first feature length film. Like it's interesting, like to do like a movie in this style, like and it's like it's it's not like I guess like traditional. My man movie is a recording artist. Oh yeah, he's part <laughs> of the coop. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, like this movie is very intriguing, and um, I'm surprised, honestly, someone even paid money to do this film. I mean, it only had 17 production companies. <laughs> so, <laughs> say, I mean, they had to get money wherever they could. Yeah, but this movie also feels like it. Like when yeah. when Army Hammer said in that interview, like this is Boots Riley's first production. I was like, there you go. Now I know mm. why this movie felt the way that it felt, and it's because this dude's never fucking made a movie before um yeah. I, I mean it's chaotic it like, suffers it from it though yeah because the it's it's like three different movies stitched together which yeah. like in some parts it's almost like three different anthology films and each mm-hmm. anthology film is absolutely fucking fantastic but then it transitions into the next one and you're like Bro, this is the thinnest through line that we could possibly have had to get from point a to point b yeah and I feel like it has like almost like anime elements at points, which is kind of weird. Like I feel like a lot of stuff with like, especially like the whole earring thing. And I was like, "Huh, I don't know." That's giving me like I don't know if it like Kill Bill vibes. Or, no, like, that's super. I would say that's like an artist thing. You know, having yeah. to be flamboyant. I would say that. Um, yeah, like it. It was interesting, but I was always just like, kind of like, "Huh, but why?" The thing that was yeah. throwing me off was the the voice. You know, they went to their their voice. I loved that though. That's what the uh, whole movie is sold on, right? Yeah, yeah. Is the white yeah. voice. Go ahead, Eric. I don't remember trailers about this, but I I don't know if they show that in the trailer because I was like, they do. Oh no, I, I know they said like, "Hey, use your use your white voice." I remember that, but I don't remember hearing the 
high-pitched. Yeah. yeah. That's Patton Oswald, by the way, is Lakeith Stanfield's white voice. Oh, that's dope. I didn't know who, like, I was wondering, uh, like, who the white voice is. Oh, no, I'm were. sorry. That's David no, Cross. Yeah. Okay. Patton Oswald is Mr. Blank's voice. Okay. And then Lily James is Tessa Thompson's voice, and some other dude was uncredited for Danny Glover's voice. Because, like, I remember seeing the trailers, because, like, everyone's like, oh, no, this movie's weird, like, it does some weird things, like, once people seen the movie. But, like, everyone's like, oh, yeah, I've seen the trailer. It's the, it's the voices thing, but then... You know, this is a movie you got to stick around the whole movie because it gets even weirder. It gets even weirder, dude. But like, (laughs) I'm surprised you heard anything. I didn't hear shit about this movie. I I feel like the the trailers came out. Everybody said, "Oh, this movie's great," and then didn't say anything else. Like, I feel Mm. like Barbarian had more of a "Holy fuck, this movie's gonna blow your dick off" response to it, and this one almost just was like, "No, Lakeith Stanfield's great. Good movie." I love it's like, Lakeith. bro, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. That response, that tepid response, does not work when describing this movie. Because but like when, this movie's when weird ex- as shit. Yeah, people explained to me, I was like, oh, okay, they're probably talking about the white voices, sure. But then this movie takes some turns. Like, it, I don't know for the better, though. <laughs> um, uh, because it gets real fucking weird. I, I think the first time watching it, it was like, uh, it was so interesting because I just was out of nowhere and I personally liked it. Like, I like how outlandish this movie is. I do think it has some pacing issues, though. Some um, pacing think, issues? I mean, the main, the main, A yeah, the main of concern of this movie issues. is pacing issues. Yeah. Like, if you had to be like, okay, what's this movie's biggest flaw? It's pacing. That is the first time screens. watching it? Mm-hmm. Mine? James? Or, no, James has seen it This is my first times. time. This is okay. my second time seeing it, yeah. Because uh, it was on Hulu forever, and mm-hmm. I eventually like finally saw it. And then now it's on Netflix. This but, is like, not for the long... first time James has suggested this movie. Mm-hmm. It's been on his... When we used to do the wheel, it was on his wheel multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just like how weird this movie is. Like, uh, it's just... It's one of those things where it's like, you know, it, it's artsy. It's, it's like, you know, independent. Like, you know, you're not... This is not a regular big blockbuster type movie and every once in a while i just like watching something weird and this is weird yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is giving me some real marcel the shell with shoes on types of vibes it's an indie studio no but that was <laughs> and an, it's weird and an indie studio this is yeah. five or six indie <laughs> studios okay. 36 pieces yeah <laughs> um yeah like but i think i agree with you joy like i saw trailers for this I totally forgot about the high pitched white voice. I was just like, "Oh, look, he's Sanfield. He's 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 cool. I should watch this." I mean, Never the cast is kind of crazy in this, though. <laughs> it like, is I forgot really people who are in crazy. here. Yeah, I didn't know Tessa Thompson was in this bitch. Bro, yeah. when Danny Glover came out, I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> that yeah. kind of crazy. Line, dude. Yeah, he did say the line. The <laughs> he did say one hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> Um, they paid him honestly. That's the only reason he was in the film. They're like, "Hey, I'm gonna need you to say this. Like, you're gonna have a role." But this is what you're he here pro- for. Yeah, he probably has a clause in his fucking contracts. If I have to say the line, it's an extra 100K. Nah, yeah, easy. They were like, hey, the shit guy from The Wire, he's working on Black Klansman. We need you to come do this, Danny. <laughs> yeah. And we need your famous line. Um, Forrest Whitaker was a producer on this. That's so random. What? Yeah, it's so fucking random. Um. I mean, Terry Crews was random too. <laughs> dude, I love Terry Crews though. I feel like that man deserves all the love that The Rock gets. 
Yeah, hundred percent. He's just better. He's more charismatic. I think. I think he's a warmer presence. I I loved his like bad toupee though. It was <laughs> so, was so good. bad. <laughs> like his aesthetic's always so funny because like he's just such a big man. So like anytime you see him and like he's trying to be a regular dude, it's so funny. And they always tried so hard to make him look like a regular ass man. But yeah. he's like he's like literally three Lakeets sitting yeah. next to each other. Like his arm is like the same like size as one Lakeith. Like yeah. it's crazy. <laughs> Um, I think <clears throat> trying to be as non-spoiler as possible. I think the dialogue was really good. I think uh, it fits in this world because it's very obviously like a hyper. It's like a hyper uh, realistic version of the mm-hmm. world. Hyper surrealistic. Um, yeah. It's kind of like it's almost like idiocracy. Like in between now and idiocracy is when this movie takes place. Mm-hmm. Because you start to see uh what the hell's the thing called? Not Regal View. Worry free. Worry free. And you start yeah. to see like this mega corporation like start to almost take over the world. That's I the mean, metaverse right there, dude. That is some this, metaverse shit. It also gives me like uh Black Mirror vibes. Like uh like It's almost too the, happy the, though, isn't it? It is, yeah. Like that that is what it would separate it. But like the whole worry free thing, it almost so like uh the hundred million merits, like it like that's what it kinda was like, oh, okay, this is similar. Like I yeah, I don't think they took inspiration from it, but I can see like okay, if if he like seen that he was like, Oh, I can make a whole movie based around something like this. Well, so the the writer director is like a huge activist. And I think that's one of my issues with the film. Like he would undercut extremely poignant notes on, you know, socialism and uh, unionizing and shit like that with, like, really weird jokes. And I was like, wait, am I supposed to be taking this seriously? Does this guy, because I didn't know he was an activist before watching it. So I was like, am I supposed to be taking this guy seriously? Is he shitting on unions? Is Steven Yoon supposed to be a bad guy? Because he's not a fucking bad yeah. guy. <laughs> It's there's a really lot of weird. it. Yeah, there's a lot of it where I'm like, what, what are, what points are they trying to push? Like, what is, what is, yeah. like, what's the message? Yeah. Yeah. For a second, there, Stephen Yoon did seem like a bad guy, but he's not a bad guy. <laughs> I never viewed him as the bad guy. I did. Look, Tessa no, Thompson there's some shade. Fuck. What do you mean? There... He could tell she wanted to fuck, and then what happened yeah. when he was a good guy and showed up to the art show? She fucked. No, hey, he's what? the he's the he's the good guy waiting for the boyfriend to slip yeah. up. All right, he's, he's a, a predator, man. He he's is. waiting to pounce. That's so not true. He was just showing the fuck up. Lakeith showed up. All right, Lakeith did not show up. Hold on, if La- you think La- even La- for a second that Lakeith was a good guy at all, you're insane. He's Dude, he didn't guy. want people no, throwing cell phones 70, at her. Seventy-five percent of the movie, he's a worthless piece of shit. Yeah, I mean, he's a he's a pathological liar. Is what he is. Yeah, he's just a fucking worthless fuck. Come on, man. He had to cross the picket line to provide for his family. He okay? didn't. He's a fucking bitch ass. And when he crossed that picket line, I wish they would hit him with a brick. Fuck him. I, I was love. Funny, that bit yeah that whole coca-cola bit <laughs> dude i just like some of the running gags that were pretty funny and this thing it like the scene with the the compliment like not getting too spoily but like that's Hold like they're complimenting we're already done right. you're about to get spoily because we keep our non-spoilers down to 10 minutes here at sooner or later tv 
<laughs> so what that means is that you can click up there in the top right-hand corner to hear exactly what James is going to talk about in regards to Sorry to Bother You. Um, before we leave, we're going to give it a thumbs up or thumbs down. Three, two, one. All right, for our audio listeners, that is three thumbs up for Sorry to Bother You. Go ahead and listen to our spoiler full review so that you can get our full hot-ass takes because... I'm about to drop a hot one in this spoiler review. Oh, no. So we love you guys. Oh, Bye. It's getting controversial. I don't think it'll be very Bye. controversial. Um, this movie's a fucking mess. And half the time I was like, damn, sucks. A, better, a better director would have fucking... If Adam McKay would have fucked this movie's world up, he would have made such a goddamn good movie. Could you imagine the filmmaking quality that went into Don't Look Up? into this movie oh man i would have nutted so hard oh uh. it's wild too like because like uh critically and like audience scores they're like flipped um no i but, wouldn't say so i think they're pretty in line with each other for the Meta- i mean if you look at the metacritic oh which metacritic is actual sure. scores right they're like literally one point off right yeah. it's just that the the rotten tomatoes make it seem like it's way worse, but really it's yeah. not, right? Like, two people were like, don't go see this movie. But, go ahead. What were you going to say, though, about... Uh, oh, so they bits? do one of the, 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 the bit where they're, like, complimenting each other is, like, it's always just one of the funniest things Dude, to me in, like, cinema. Like, I, la- I was laughing, and then I was like, bro, what the fuck are we doing? What are we doing yeah. right now? I yeah, need to know- just because. Yeah, but, like, yeah. that's what I was talking about, right? Like, that is such a poignant moment where where mm. you're watching these two uh, lifelong friends. We didn't really get a lot about their backstory, but like, yeah, who knows? You're watching. I mean, they're these definitely buddies, people. but yeah. But like, you're watching these two people who, at one point, shared the same thoughts and ide- ideologies, and now this dude is like going against the group and being a piece of shit. And you're undercutting it with, bro. I hope you have a nice week, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. It but was like, just it's, super frustrating to see. I just, I loved it though because, like, clearly they're upset with each other, and you know they're not gonna make, they're not trying to make a scene, so they're like, oh, they're complimenting, but really it's like, you know, it, they, bro, they were the making opposite. out. They were making out. They were trying to make a fucking scene. <laughs> yeah. It was. I. I just think it's hilarious. Um, but I. I like how, like, actually, like, how messy this this is because it's just such a... It's put in a world that is just so... That makes no sense. Um, so, like, I actually love the fact that it's just, like... If it was... If it was... Like, it could be cleaner for sure. But I didn't need this to be, like, a super clean film. Well, I don't ever need anything. But, like, it would have been nice to have the movie be cleaner just because then it it's easier to watch. This movie's not an easy watch, I don't think. Because you're the whole time you're like, what the fuck is happening here? Mm-hmm. Like I was questioning Maybe you're just it the whole time. Too hard, man. Maybe you're just yeah. supposed to enjoy but, the visuals and that's it. But this this movie, the the story it's telling is not about just enjoying the visuals. Like it's it's way bigger than that. And like after learning about his background, it is not just a stare at the pretty picture. You know what I mean? That's a Fast and Furious movie you're talking about. I don't think <laughs> during a Fast and Furious movie, during Hobbs and Shaw, I didn't go, that car can't pull a helicopter. I would car pull a helicopter, yeah! <laughs> you know what I mean? This movie is not a turn-your-brain-off movie. It was never made for that. So to say I should have just turned my brain off, that's doing this movie and the story this guy is telling a disservice. He wants me to think. He but wants I think- me to to 
you know, try to figure out all the gray areas that these people are in, right? If you turn your brain off, go fucking watch a Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> but, like, too, it depends, because, like, there's a lot of shock and awe in this film. And also, too, like, maybe he is trying to make a film that is like, oh, you need to watch it a couple times, because, like, like the first time I watched it, I wasn't really, I didn't really, wasn't paying attention to all the activist stuff. I was just kind of watching all the craziness behind it. And the second time I watched it, I like took more notes of kind of what was going on in the background. Like, I think this movie does have a good of like, oh, you can watch it a couple times and kind of get different things out of it because so, there's so much going on. But in on. the one time I watched it, I got what you got out of in two times watching it. So does that mean I watched it incorrectly? I mean, it just, I mean, it depends, like, kind of what audience, like, maybe he's just trying to hit different audiences, because I think that's, he's trying to hit multiple audiences with this film, so maybe you're someone that's, like, first time I watch I mean, a movie, I'm not thinking too deep on anything. I'm are just you sure to... he was trying to do that, though? I don't. I mean, we I don't, don't know. I mean, I, I was watching an interview with him, I was listening uh, to him what talk he say? about. He, I mean, I didn't get too far in, I was, like, 15, 20 oh. minutes into the interview. <laughs> yeah. That was when you guys hopped into the call. But no, they talked about the deeper meaning of the film. Bootsy That's, Riley? Yeah. Or Boots yeah. Riley? Like, everybody on the cast was talking about how they read the script and they were so moved mm -hmm. by it. And they were and they understood the, the depth of it. So, like, to say that he was trying to reach people by shock and awe, I just think you didn't watch the movie right the first time. Because <laughs> you didn't understand the story he was trying to tell, right? Yeah. And while any movie can be rewatched a second time, and you can mm -hmm. always gain something more from it, even even a Fast and Furious movie, I'm sure there's little bits that you don't get until you watch a third time. And you're yeah. like, holy shit, Dom's car really could do the wheelie. Like, I, I'm sure. But like, no, this movie, it sounds like he made it with a purpose. And the purpose was not a popcorn flick. And if you only got a popcorn flick the first time, you weren't watching it you know you were you were listening to it maybe playing some madden which i got caught up in i played a game of tft and i was like Terrible. oh fuck i can't help it the movie is just a mess so i was like i could just listen yeah, I mean, to it some points are drawn out yeah. but i think this this movie like it's i think it has like it's so weird like the, the especially the voice stuff and then it's so like the it's so like colorful and so stuff like that I think it's easy to get lost into like the visuals and get lost into just like the, the chaos and just kind of like look over what's kind of going on. And, like, Right. But then he, if you do that, though, he's also making a comment on you because you're doing literally what the people are doing in the world. They're mm -hmm. looking past all this crazy shit because they're just worried about what's happening to them. Right. Yeah. And a whole part of activism is removing the this weird notion from your brain that you're the main character like becoming an activist is something beyond that because you're worrying about others as if they're the main characters right mm -hmm. and it's a part of what it seems like this guy does in his day-to-day -day life so like if you are just getting lost in the visuals you are missing the point because he's commenting on that like we don't give a shit as long as we're getting yeah. ours you know as long as i'm getting my art nut off it doesn't matter what's happening in the background so like maybe he is trying to reach an audience by commenting on them in the way that they watch those movies mm -hmm. or maybe he didn't and he was like oh we got to throw some cool shit in here just in case <laughs> but either way like yeah if it's the second one, it's a mess. And if it's the first one, his brain is so fucking massive. I don't even know how it fits in his fucking head. Yeah, I mean, and I guess because the way this movie is, I I probably would need to see kind of like what his like 
true like 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 those interviews are very important for certain films like this anytime you have a film that has stuff that relates to like uh like real life parodies or like you know just trying to be like oh this is how i view society but like in a more extreme version um like there's more like meaning behind it he's actually from chicago which is interesting dude all the best fucking filmmakers are it seems like (laughs) yeah all the best activists are from chicago yeah (laughs) yeah um, so, Eric, did you only pay attention to the flashing lights? No, I paid attention to everything. I just I brought up that point just to, as like a, a devil's advocate. I didn't actually think turn off your brain because this isn't a turn off your brain film. I needed <laughs> like a devil's said. advocate a little bit more, though. I want it. <laughs> but but I don't agree <laughs> with like, it. Is fuck, the thing. I don't, I don't, I don't agree. Yeah. I don't agree with the turning off your brain because. This shit has way too many fucking levels to it. Bro, in all the levels, when he's hitting those levels about activism and unionizing and all that shit, he's fucking hitting them, and then he just undercuts it. And it's like, oh, fuck, fuck. If this was a drama, this movie would have been fucking crazy. It would have been so good. I feel like it would have been really moving. Um, and See, I, but I, I want to... Like, it grabs you. I think it grabs you with those, those visuals at first. Like, right. When he sits, finally sits on his desk and he's about to make the call and all of a sudden, like, he gets transported but, to, like, the person I he's calling. But I loved that. I, I yeah. loved that. That was... That was perfect filmmaking to me. Yeah, that's when you were mm-hmm. like, oh, shit, this is about to be that type of movie. And then it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it has, a, it has a ton of cool elements and I just think the thing is, like, it's just, like, like, I don't, I don't know, know if people see it, it's just a drama. Like, like the, 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 the three like, like, they all know as, as, as the, the hook, hook, I mean, like, oh, ha, ha, she, white, white voices, you know, like, like, like No, I know. get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I understand yeah. why he made certain choices. I just would love to see this movie if it wasn't a comedy. Because you could even have those cool filmmaking techniques like Eric was talking about in a drama. You know, it doesn't have to all be extremely rooted in reality. It's just that there were dramatic moments in this film that were just light drama that didn't have any payoff. You know what I mean? I don't feel like this was a drama at all. Like, I'm not like, it's not that dramatic. Right, that's why. It's because he was undercutting it. Yeah. But there are dramatic moments in it. When when fucking Metaverse guy was explaining to Lakeith Stanfield's character, like, hey, uh, we want you to be the anti like, like that whole thing. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, but like, but like, that is drama. He, he yeah, had a fucking saying, gun like, on him. He fucking basically yeah, made him do cocaine. But that's like, drama, like, though. Thriller horror is drama. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, more like, drama like, than a comedy. I mean, there was back and forth. He walked away. He was like, fuck, ah, I'm on drugs, ah. Like, they were back and forth. <laughs> the man just wanted to piss. No, he wanted to fucking leave. I guarantee you he was looking for a window to jump yeah. out of. I mean, it was a different vibe when he was like, all right, you go to the left, you go here, you go down these stairs. Like, once he started on that journey, you're like, oh, shit, something's about to happen. But that was really cool, too, because it's like he's running into a minotaur in a labyrinth. Like, there are little nods to, like, other literary elements, or literary things in this that make it really cool, like that one. Go ahead, James. Well, like, the commentary on high society is really interesting, too, because, like, even when he's going to the doors, he's just like, this is that colored door. He's like, oh, no, that's a different color. And they're all literally, like, shades of green and blue, 
But like, it's all like, oh no, you should know. Obviously, I meant the olive door. That's olive, and I told you lime green. Like, you know, stuff like that. And just like, just even when he does his rap, and then they're just like, oh yeah, look at Bro, this. You I know, can't it, handle it, that rap. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. It was wild it watching was, all those white people say the n word. Was wild. Yeah, and it just like it just. It, it shows you like his look on like high society almost, and uh, it's definitely not in a positive light. Nobody should look at high society <laughs> in a positive light, though. Yeah, you should never it's- idealize high society because that is the most depraved a human being can be. You know what I mean? Shit, I'm like, trying to be high society, right? But you're the problem. <laughs> he's, he's calling you the problem in this movie. <laughs> Um, Shit. it's society, easy to call people I mean. the problem when you got money <laughs> i guarantee this man don't got money like that though he ain't got army uh, hammer even i don't know honestly money. Yeah. Shit, army hammer ain't got that money army no hammer? more army hammer was I'm the right steve jobs movie. character how do you guys know him though i guess he was in the social network he's the Winklevoss twins Mm-hmm. Um, he's in that movie with uh timothy chalamet it's like another big one call me uh, was, that's that call me by your name is it I'm, I oh, want to say that that's one? a name, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah, two gay dudes. Yeah, Eric. Yeah. But he's he's kind of been canceled because there's like some like uh, no some stuff. Some people made up a rumor that he eats people, and for whatever reason, people believe what? it. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> he's eating just... people rich. <laughs> no, but there's also been like some abuse allegations. That's why they kind of been cutting him out of films and stuff like that. But the thing that's catching steam is the eating people thing. Yeah, like that's all people think of. Um, uh, but he's really good in this role. Like, uh, you know, take out the outside stuff. I thought it was very believable. And I think most of the characters are very believable. I think the outside stuff helps you believe this role, though. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. I mean, because he's a good <laughs> villain no matter what. But this guy definitely yeah. fucking eats people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, 100%. Like, this yeah. is just on a whole nother level than fucking, oh, you stole Facebook from us. Oh, we're going to go rowing. You know? Yeah. Like, this is some next level shit. <laughs> Yeah. He's some evil fucking like yeah. He's an evil mastermind, mastermind, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and the so, dude almost always wins. Like he almost he won. Did win, the, dude, no, at he the didn't. End. What do you mean? Oh, I, guess I mean, right, they pop right. in and probably kill him. Yeah, this is yeah. This you're is spoilers. Right. I forgot about We're spoiling. That. The, I forgot about that. I was like, eco- well, he turned into a horse. But then you're like, oh wait, no, he they fucking they ran his shit. Yeah, they ran <laughs> the like, fuck out of his pockets. It's so crazy, too, and, like, it's the thing where you talk about, like, manipulation through the media because it's, like, he says this and then the stock shoots through the roof. They're, like, oh, yeah, manpower. These people want to be horses, so it's it's cool. Like, we're going to get all our shit for free, like, and for easier, half the price. Um, um, yeah, that's basically Elon is this guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he kind of is. Just failing fucking <laughs> upward by doing horrible yeah. fucking shit. Let me um, fire all my fucking staff real quick. <laughs> dude, what yeah. a scum fuck bastard. Fuck Elon Musk. He ain't shit. He's a bitch. Um, he is? He's that. Oh, man. I fucking hate him. He's so fucking worthless. His fucking... Mean, that shit was a power play, what, though. What you Bro, it doesn't matter if it's a power exhibit. play. It's still a piece of shit. The art exhibit was wild, but I loved it. Fucking artists are crazy. Yeah, I'm I'm too small brain. I didn't really get why she was being thrown I don't, with all this shit I don't on think her, you're so. supposed to... I think it's supposed to be more so like, um, you know, she's talking shit to him because he's doing crazy shit. But like, look at her. She's just being fucking abused for an art show or whatever. But no, she says it like before when he's like, oh, why Africa? Why this? Why that? It's just like saying like, oh, because they're taking the resources from Africa. And that's her way of showing being like, oh, yeah. But that doesn't explain why she's get why 
she needs to get hit, right? She's explaining the art exhibit. She's mm -hmm. explaining, I'm focusing on Africa. There's stuff in the bins because all the minerals we need come from Africa. But Eric is saying, why did she need to get hit by that stuff? And she then what's up with that quote? She does not explain My it. Tits. Right. Yeah. yeah. It, she does right. not explain that part. But like they do a bunch of like you see like weird art shit like that. So it's maybe just to be expressive and like because if she's just showing if she's not doing that part, it's no different than a normal like art gallery. Like so she does that and it's like, OK, now we all care. But like, I mean, I think it's interesting, too, when he calls her out on her shit because he's like, you're just selling all this shit to rich people, too. So like, you know, why am I just a bad guy? And it's like, yeah, that's not true, though, because she's actually doing activist shit. He's the bad guy because he's directly going against activist shit and she's yeah, using the money she's like go ahead eric you could say that she's like uh she's taking the profits from her art and bringing it back to the community putting it into the left eye right that's the like, whole even point if of what she's like, doing even if it even evens out she's still neutral while lakeith's character is just taking the money and becoming evil i guess i mean no that is exactly what happens in the movie that's word for word exactly what they were going for Shit, until he becomes a horse, then he's a good guy again. Yeah. yeah, but he only had to become a fucking horse. Like, <laughs> he can't take the money now, motherfucker. He's already a horse. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He's not gonna... They literally said that in the film. They're like, you were with them until you saw this horse shit. Okay? This is what it took for you to switch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he was still... But that's a lot of people in society. It's like, it takes that one major thing. Like, a lot of people are like, I'm okay with it. I'm okay until it gets close to home. Then it's like, oh, wait, okay. Now it's close to home. It's a problem. I'm gonna tell you right now, if I go into one of your guys' houses, I go behind that olive door and I see a fucking horse person. <laughs> Bro, instant. It's not even for I'm a out. moment. Yeah. Cause he was still considering that shit. He slept on it yeah. and was still considering that shit. Crazy. So it was it the uh, so the line is what actually gave him the thing, right? Or like cause it cause he flips that thing over the timer. So I was like, There's no way is that when he knowing. Because like, I don't I think it is that I think it is that line that if, Diffusion agent or whatever they called it. But you have to remember yeah. that this dude has his tendrils and everything. It could have literally been anything. Because remember, he gets knocked out. And that's the second time there's, it could happen. There's yeah. hours where we don't know what Correct. happened to him. He's just in that fucking box, you know? So I, I figured mm -hmm. that that's where they got him. They fucking so got the, him and injected yeah. him with horse dick or whatever. Because the only reason it confused me is because he flips over the little time thing, and I was like, oh, okay, because I remember the first time I watched it, I didn't really pay too much attention to it. The second time I was like, oh, this is when he turns, and I'm like, oh, wait, no, like, there's a lot of movie left after this, like, he does the line. But then it's like, when he gets knocked out, I'm like, is that when they, like, gave him or injected him the serum, or does the serum take two, three days, whatever time had passed? Yeah, but I think that's putting too much logic onto some wild-ass shit. Yeah. Um, but it was funny when he was like the nostril flaring thing, and then you're like, oh, okay, how can they ever know? And then when they finally do the nostril flares, like, no, their bitches are flared. Dude, that was <laughs> some high drama too, though. My man was freaking yeah. the fuck out. That was yeah. almost he was, sad the I, way he was I, freaking the fuck yeah. out. I thought it was gonna be a fake out. I was like, oh, he's fucking, he's playing, he's fucking playing, and then he does, he like shows his face, I'm like, oh wait, he ain't playing. I legit, you know how painful that would be. <laughs> I legit thought that it was all he was gonna wake up. And he was gonna be a it's horse a already. Yeah, but it was oh. like a it was like a fever dream of him becoming a horse. I this movie saved itself by turning Lakeith Stanfield's character into a horse. If they didn't do that, I would have given this movie a three. I'd be like, this movie fucking sucks and it's fucking worthless. But they made him Why, a horse. Lakeith didn't turn into a horse. Yeah, I, if I he would not have turned him into a horse. 
but my man turned him into a fucking horse. They went and the full way tilt. The, movie, the way the movie's ending, too, it's almost like, okay, he's gonna, when he's going to turn, when's he going to turn, when's he going to turn? And there's so many moments where it's like, okay, it should be after this time. It doesn't happen. It should be after this time. It doesn't happen. Then the movie's like over, and you're just like, oh, okay. And then it's like a quick little cut, and then comes back, and it's just like, oh, no, this motherfucker's a horse. I mean, yeah, I, I agree with Joey. Like, the whole time after he sniffs that... I'm pretty sure it's when he sniffed that that coke. It's up for yeah. interpretation. It's either an alien or it's not. Dude, he either little, got the, the coke or not. Has a fucking, the bull has a yeehaw on it, dude, with a horse on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but maybe... Either way... Uh, My cannon is that's the fucking Yeah, that's your head user. cannon. <laughs> but in my head, I'm like, that takes so long but, to turn. But we saw him do a massive line of coke. Massive. Dude, that was line massive. was fucking three feet long, man. That was a small <laughs> yeah. child he snorted in coke. But then, too, he's like, oh, my heart's racing. It's like, well, yeah, no shit. Yeah, you just You're... did coke. <laughs> yeah, And you have head trauma. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, he definitely and... did not get that shit looked at. No, that bandage got so nasty towards the end of it. <laughs> there was no reason for him to even still be wearing that shit. No. This and why? Gash, I don't know why dude, he kept on. he kept opening up. Bro, like, it wasn't a big gash. Coke. Yeah, he, he should have been fine. He wore yeah, it for but three by the fucking end of it, days. It was like a little, <laughs> <laughs> which would have been what it was like on the day. They would have wiped the blood away. It would have been that little gash. They would have put a little thing over it. But they needed the poster. They needed him yeah. with the fucking strip. I mean, it was funny. Like that was one of those things too, where I I loved it though when the kids started wearing the wigs with the cans or whatever. Like it just did some weird stuff that just crashed me up. Like, and I was with Lakeith's character. He's like, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is that? I mean, it's a little racist having all those white kids yeah. wearing a fucking afro like that. Yeah, God, man. I and his rap was oof. It's and you know the first time I I didn't remember. If I was you like, call okay, it he a does fucking this. rap, by the way. Yeah, yeah. hardly call like, that a rap. Yeah. His he does it, rap. and then he has a little bit of rap in the end, and then you realize, like, oh no, he doesn't. <laughs> no, he knew what the people wanted, though. He knew what these high society motherfuckers. Correct. Wanted. Yeah, he knew that he was gonna be the token, and they were gonna love it. Like that's all. That's all he was. Because like, even when he comes, he's like, oh, tell me some uh, some Compton stories or whatever, wherever he was from. He said, and from Englewood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's just like, dude, like. You're just assuming because he's black, he like has you know. He's oh like, man, oh, yeah. you can rap, right? You're you're yeah. a rapper. <laughs> he so thinks he like shot shit. up all these people. He thinks he's a rapper. He thinks all this is just pure racism. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it is literally fucking just random. Her her art installation. I've been looking up so that I could give you some sort of something here, but gotcha. from all the things that I've read, it's. The art installation is almost like uh, it's all about capitalism and it's all about like the dangers of capitalism and the quote that she's doing from The Last Dragon, which is what she says in the thing, is mm -hmm. essentially a way of saying like um, it's just uh, talking shit about capitalism the whole time. There's still no reason for her to be accepting phones to the chin. But that's all she she's was doing. Taking them bitches, dude. Dude, it, but she knows uh, that's, so that's gonna people fake. to come. That's gonna like because nobody the, knew the, that was gonna happen. I mean, we don't know that. We don't know what no she, poster she put out. Then why would she get up there and explain <laughs> it? Nobody knew that shit was gonna happen. Man, she's artsy, dude. They, she just wanted them to snap their fingers and throw tomato balls at her face. But it, like, either so way, they didn't know because she didn't. She wasn't even telling her 
boyfriend about it. Her significant other, she wasn't explaining anything. So she ain't sending out no fucking flyers to no white people about this shit either. She wasn't telling the Keith because he couldn't even have a conversation with her. He just wanted to look at that blunt the whole time. She's like, you're not even listening to me. I'm glad that you're recognizing that Keith is a bad guy in this movie. He's a piece of shit. He's the definition of I'm gonna get mine. Yeah, 100%. He is. I'm gonna get God, but I'm gonna get mine more than I get God. He's a selfish top for sure. He's the most selfish lover. Um, but yeah, it was just really random. It's just it's yeah. it's essentially though a parody on activism. It's essentially mm. what her character is. And from what I was reading online just now, a lot of people were like, she's not even a character. She's an idea personified. So like she actually you lose a bit of the human being Detroit because she's so wrapped up in her ideals, right? Mm-hmm. Um I mean, she almost feels like an like a part of his imagination. Like, yeah, she, she does not feel like a real person yeah. at all. Like this even she's just, her job is to twirl a sign. <laughs> or yeah. What the fuck? And make an art installation, Eric. Don't fucking belittle the arts. All right, we won't dude, stand for that. Part-time jobs for days, dude. <laughs> that are all fucking throwing the sign, really though. But like, even too like, th- there's sometimes, especially when he gets hit in the head and everything. Like as the movie's winding down, I'm like, is any of this real? <laughs> like, I have the same thought. Almost, like, but like, if it was not real at the end, this movie would have been absolute dog shit. I mean, it would have been stupid. It would have been the yeah. whole like, it, it could not have been a fever dream. Like it, like there needs to be some stakes because if not, it's just pointless. Yeah. And like, why if it was his fever dream, why would he be having that thought process? He's not the type of person to have those thoughts. Like in in his fever dream, he's not thinking about like activism stuff and starting a union. No, so like it would make no sense. <laughs> Right. But no, but the, the activism, the activism in starting a union happened way before he got hit in the head. That's true. Yeah, like he was already. A I guess the horse shit. Yeah, the horse all shit all yeah. happens after. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but who knows? Who I fucking... mean, I don't know if I would have believed him, dude, because this sounds so fucking far fetched. He's like, hey, they're turning people into horses and the big dicks. And... Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he had the video at least. The, yeah, the video was the only thing that saved him because he called that fucking writer and he was like, "Yo, this dude is cracked out right now. Holy shit! Yeah. I'm gonna just <laughs> he hang like up. called him a different name and everything too. He called him Jake and then he hung up the phone on him. Yeah, it was just really weird. All of it. All but of it was really weird. The movie even like as soon as he gets in the head though, it does like ramp up even more. Like it ramps up so crazy. The last like forty minutes of this movie are just insane for the sake of being insane. I'm glad you like that. I fuck with it, dude. Do you? I fuck with the weird. I do too. Like I love weird. how this movie's weird. Like this movie doesn't. It's it, it's its own movie. Like it's like nothing else you're gonna see. This is some real fucking everything everywhere everything at once type shit. You I, know. I keep thinking about Green Knight when I think about this movie. Because that movie was fucking weird. It has some elements of that. It does. Yeah, but like with like, Green Knight, is, it was like, oh, for fake. For what? Green Knight? Yeah, like in the end, it's just like, he's like, oh, no, I got to make a different decision so I don't go down this path. Like, look, he didn't get the opportunity to make a different decision. Yeah, that's true. He, just he was is a just a horse. Yeah. He <laughs> yeah. just had to deal with the fact that he cut old boy's head off. He is just a horse yeah. now. And I love how that was Iron Hammer selling points. Like, hey. Horse cock. You get a horse cock. (laughs) You get to keep it. (laughs) So were all of the horse 
Were all the men who got turned into horses uncircumcised because their horse cocks were uncircumcised? This is the horny section of this podcast. Yeah. Oh. And, and I wonder, I don't know. <laughs> it was so weird. They all looked like armadillos, yeah. our fucking anteaters. <laughs> it threw me I off. I think they probably didn't want to make it too graphic, maybe. Yeah, I didn't really look at it, to be honest. Too penisy. I mean, how yeah. could you not look at it? At one point, it was one third of the screen, Eric. What and you just do you laying with, around. You pull the nick, and you're like, "Oh no, gay shit, no!" <laughs> like what? When he's on the when the first one's on the floor specifically, it he's is just horse cock. Yeah, they make sure you know <laughs> that they're all. I think that's what James correct. said. It's just that it doesn't look too much like a dick. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm assuming. But I was like, huh. All their, yeah. all of them were uncircumcised. And maybe They're it grows back, for, dude. Who knows? Oh my god, the foreskin grows back. <laughs> it could though. Like we did if the foreman can stretch out your face, it can do anything. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Or your other penis just completely falls off, and you just grow a brand new one. And is that what horse like no. men are called? Like, 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 wait, what? <laughs> the what were they called them? The sapiens. Yeah, what is that? Is that for this sapien film? Or is is, that an- sapien is someone who stands up on two legs, and an equestrian is a horse. Eco sapiens. Okay, yep. Gotcha. Because <laughs> they just took. I love that you were like, so do they big, do they call them that? Like nobody's ever called them that because no one's ever made a horse man like that. Like, but I, like centaur. My issue. Is- it's a centaur, okay. right? Yeah, centaur, those are yeah. centaurs, uh-huh. which is different because they have but they have the they have the horse bottom, right? And then the but, torso up is man, right? This is the opposite yeah. where it's a horse up top. Other than the penis, <laughs> yeah, and I think that's what confused me because I kept thinking centaurs when I was like hearing the name. Um, but also too, it's just like I love how they embrace the name. I'd be like, I don't care, you you turn me into this. I'm not calling myself that. <laughs> I'm coming up with a different name. No, that's Dude, the... at the one point they're like equestrians roll out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like they embraced it. They really did. Um, I don't even know how the fuck you spell that. It's in the credits. It's in the wiki, man. It's at the bottom. Is it? No, I don't know. Uh, I was like, you fuck. Uh, in an interview with Thrillist, Riley explained the introduction of Eco Sapiens as a means of making Cash realize he's just a cog in this horrifying capitalist machine. In the world of Wait. the Sorry to Bother You movie, you have a world in which everybody is accepting slavery, and now that he's hawking their labor, I thought, okay, there's just more of an interview. Uh, Force Whitaker was the first Equisapien. <laughs> oh, what? The one who was like, we're in pain, or the one who falls yeah. out of the bathroom? That's wild as Holy. hell. Holy. Where'd you find that at? It's on the cast in Wiki. No. <laughs> so, Force was, Whitaker was is the, the first one... Equisapien slash Demarius. Oh, shit. That's wild. So, was he uh, like a felled one? No. Because he was in pain, or is that just hurts their. It just hurts because the transformation, like you're growing pains almost. Nah, bro, they're all in pain. <laughs> yeah. Because he was like, oh, it works for only the 70% of the people. I'm like, damn, what happens to those other 30%? Soon they just die. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it'd be a weird mutation. That's why I was wondering. I was like, oh, is he a 30%er? So that's why he's in pain because he's going to die? Or is it just like the transformation is painful? No, it's got to be just for tram- transformation. Existence is pain. Right. Yeah. I mean, existence is pain. I don't know. Like, I don't care how strong and fast I am. I'm not turning into a horse. They didn't even see that. Rosario fast. Dawson? Yeah, she was, was the it, voice of the, the elevator. <laughs> oh, what the hell? I love Rosario I thought, Dawson. When I first watched it, too, when he started running after a car, I thought that's when he was first going to turn into it. Like after that night where the guy like he's like oh you're the guy from the thing and he's like oh no I'm not it's like bro you still have the bandage on your head idiot like yeah <laughs> uh, I thought he was gonna turn into the T two thousand right there dude how cool <laughs> would that have been 
Dude, he just started <laughs> dipping though, like, and that would've been wild. Or he grows horse it's legs. Like, that's it. It's like in Forrest Gump. <laughs> yeah. transport- the fucking slow motion. Oh yeah, <laughs> they start breaking off. <laughs> hey, let's let's make a remix version of this fucking film, huh? <laughs> oh, get so Keith in the lab. His reasoning be- behind turning them into horse people is because of the term workhorse and horsepower. So oh. he specifically chose horses because of the you know our thoughts behind what a horse is used for is work that's all they're good for huh. i like the Makes logic. sense see this dude is, argue with that. is very deliberate okay, so, what i wonder if his about? album has anything to do with the movie or is it just use the title oh he has an album called sorry to bother you yeah there's just the soundtrack to this shit. Bro, there's, yeah, just, there's absolutely fucking no way it has to do with equestrian people, all right? <laughs> I'll just tell you right now. Dude, what if it, the last song is just horse people? Uh, go look it up. Yeah, uh, so no, it's the, the magic cover of this shit. <laughs> is it a horseman? No. It is, it's his last album, too, he did. Although oh, I mean, dope, the though. album is like, yeah. I mean, they show, like, the brutality of, like, the police force and stuff when they were trying to get them in. That seems like probably what all of their music is like, though. Yeah. Oh, one of the songs is literally, We've Got to Teach You a Lesson, Cassius Green. So, apparently some of it is taken from this. Now I'm going to have to listen to the goddamn album. Fuck. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too, yeah. Son of a bitch. Has an 80 out of 10 on, or 80 out of 100 in Metacritic. Ooh, Consequence of Sound gave it a C plus, though. Whoever the fuck that is. Haters. Uh, yes, straight haters. <laughs> uh, Pitchfork gave it a 7.2. Eh, sellouts. I mean, the one song, like, track four is called The Gods of Science, and it's just like, that's kind of how Army Hammer's fucking person is. He thinks he's a god. He's no god of science, though. Come on. That's Man, like when you can come Steve up with that, and he had a god of science, you know, and he had the the fucking. I mean, no, he's a god of science. If you can turn people into horses, he can. You are playing god. He just had a fucking idea. It's all the people underneath him who are yeah. the gods of science. Dude, he has the agency to even turn them back. I love that. Though, he doesn't he though. Like, that doesn't even sound real. Yeah, a hundred percent. He does not have the fucking shit to turn him back. Oh God, no, no. They're horses for life. We'll give it to like, you. We'll give you the super anti-horse antidote. You got it. Don't he worry just about made it. Shit up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, man, that's the cocaine and your adrenaline. Relax. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking stupid. All right, do we got anything uh, else here? I, I just like I when no the the no name guy actually like talked in his regular voice out of nowhere. I was like, huh? I was wondering if that was ever gonna happen. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, so cool. He finally gives him the instructions to go to the office. I mean, he sets him up. <laughs> yeah, that is what he does. Is he sets him up? Um. That's why he had to be real with them. Yeah. Hey, he look, man, I'm going to fuck you here. Because <laughs> he lets his guard down. He's like, oh, if he's willing to talk in his normal voice, like, there's no way you think something bad's going to happen, even though that's probably when you should have. Yeah, no shit. Well. Oh, that dude is the lead role in Power on Stars. And he was in Army of the Dead by Zack Snyder. Yeah, he does a lot of stuff, um, but I know him mostly from Power. I've never seen and him then, in shit. Yeah, well, I've seen you all never Power. Saw Army of the Dead. No, I never watched it. I like oh, it. Man. It was a little yeah. too much the hype for me. I was like, yeah, fucking okay, fanboys are the worst. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's how it feels, <laughs> Eric. 
<laughs> oh no, I'm not watching that, bro. No, you hyped it up too I much. I eventually get around to it, though, man. Come on. Not always. Shut Dude, up. Sometimes like seven years later. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's all that matters. <laughs> bro, you just watched the boys last week or whatever. Fuck. Yeah. I don't want to hear it out of you. Well, that you guys didn't overhype. I just didn't watch it. I bro, don't know. I should have. I feel like we sucked the boys' dick. You just talk about it often. I feel like you just tuned it out. Yeah, like you're like I'm not listening to this. I'm like I don't know what that sounds like. I don't know what that what Man, that is. <laughs> I'm not watching none of that shit. I mean, he just didn't get the references, so he was just like, yeah. Yeah, I don't get the references, so I don't know what they're talking about. Oh shit, he was in a Jay Z and Beyonce music video. And now I'm about to watch Big Mouth because uh, Tyler the Creator is going to be on it. So. He is in it. You want to know who he plays, or do you want to be surprised? No, I want to be surprised. All right, it's really good because when I heard the voice, I was like, Oh my god, is that Tyler the Creator? <laughs> Wait, it's already out? Yes, oh, he's in the most recent season, though, so, you know, oh, okay. you gotta watch five seasons of Big Mouth to get Was there. Was it, like, 20-minute episodes? Yeah, 20, 30 minutes, but it's worth it. Um, alright. The story doesn't matter, just watch the newest season. <laughs> okay, no, the right. story does matter. The The episode he's in, I don't know, never mind, the next episode's a clip show, but you're gonna need some story, because otherwise you're gonna be like, what the fuck is happening here? <laughs> I'm How so did we get confused. to this? Yeah, it ain't yeah. no Family Guy. You can't just drop in. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. All right. Cool. Let's go to the questions then. James, what is your favorite part of "Sorry to Bother You"? Oh, uh, when they're complimenting each other, it just cracks me up. I love when, like, I don't know, like, because it reminds me of memes. Like, it's just such a meme moment. Eric. I I laughed out loud when he finally started to do the n-word shit rap. Oh no. I was like, I thought this movie couldn't get more ridiculous. It is. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 something. Um, I would have to say it's a mix between the activism shit happening because I really did like that. I thought the union shit was all very pointed conversation, or when he finally turns into a horse and goes to the dude's house. It's one of those two. It's either complete ridiculous. Yeah. Or complete non-ridiculous. And yeah, man, those are two, almost two different movies. Almost like this movie is like two <laughs> or three different fucking movies. Yeah. Uh, but when he goes, when he comes up and he's and he just fucking smacks the camera and then he kicks the door down, I was like, fuck yeah, yeah this is what I want. And then the movie ends. So that's what I get for getting fucking blue balled. James, what was your least favorite part? I'm sorry to bother you. Uh, it's just slow at points, like, uh, especially, like, uh, it gets to, like, a 30, 40 minutes in, then it kind of drags a little bit. Like, I understand they're setting up stuff, but there's just moments where it's just like, ah, oh, okay, I get it, they're developing characters, but they probably could have reworked some stuff. Eric? I think it's just a white voice. I had to get used to it. Oh, I, that's I, like, I didn't expect that at all, that overdub. And it like, was trash. Uh, it was some fucking yeah. shitty ADR shit right there. Yeah. I was like, oh. But I just got used to it. That makes sense. Um, I think the pacing is the absolute fucking worst in this movie. This movie's just all over the goddamn place. And it's up and down very hard. Uh, and it's, uh, it's the bumpiest part of this fucking ride for sure. Uh, cinema score. Would we rent it? No. No. Mm, nah. Would you buy this movie physically? No. No. Nah. Would you buy this movie digitally? No. No. Would you buy it in the $5 bin at Best Buy, Walmart, FYE, or Voodoo? No. I think I would. If it has all of the Keith's movies on it? Yeah, man. Even Netflix's <laughs> Death Note? 
I never, I never saw that, so I don't know. It is so I know of it. fucking bad. It is. I mean, you ain't gotta watch all of them on his ten. Yeah, nah, but, <laughs> but you're telling Netflix that you liked it, so they're just gonna make yeah. another shitty one. <laughs> There's enough shitty Shit. movies in the world. They might regardless. No, they're definitely not. Yeah. Um, would you put this on in the background while people are over? Fuck no. 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 <laughs> this is not, not a movie for everybody. It's too wild. I yeah. think everybody should watch it, but this in the background would be fucks. The minute there's a first horse dick and everybody's like, what the fuck is going what? on? I've not I mean, listened to shit so far. There's points that are hard to follow when you're following it, let alone yeah. coming in and out. Uh, would you watch this again? No. I think I would. So, uh, I've seen it twice, so no, but if I had only seen it once, yes. Uh, would you recommend it? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm a real maybe. I mean, it has some thought-provoking moments, which I think are interesting. Yeah, but most people are only going to watch it once. I and th- if they watch yeah. it the way that you were talking about watching it, they're not even going to get the thought-provoking. They're just going to see Horsecock. Yeah, but that's that's why I explain it. I don't just say, hey, watch this movie willy-nilly. Bro, what? Are you, what like, you're explaining the end of the movie to them? Like, No, I'm telling <laughs> them what kind of movie it is. I'm not saying, like, oh, yeah, just watch it for... I'm like, oh, if you like um, these types of movies, you know, and, you know... I guess the like not okay but, is one of those other movies. But that's even this, explaining but. it kind of does it a disservice, though, because you can't but explain it's, enough. Some people of probably it. aren't going to watch it though. But it's like I rather them at least know about it and watch mm-hmm. it than never watch it at all. I'll only I mean, recommend maybe. it if you're a, a Lakeith Stanfield stan. It was weird watching him in this movie though, because this is like the only movie that are the only property I've ever seen him in where he's like. A uh, person with sexual desires, so it's like really hard for me to like. It's like Tom Cruise, where it's always weird when you see Tom Cruise kiss a woman, because you're like, bro, you're an action star. What the fuck are you doing? You don't kiss women. Yeah, what are you doing? yeah. so like it was like that for me because everything I've ever seen him in, he he's always like a philosopher or a thought provoker. Yeah. He's in this, he's such a normal guy, and it's so weird. Like it's a, he's a little bit of a thought provoker because of the he's always talking about like. Hey, what if I die? You know, what if, what am I doing on this planet? Bro, like, what's my legacy? He said that once and then proceeded to be a corporate stooge. <laughs> so, like, he thought provoked for a half a second and then was like, I need to get my dick wet and smoke some weed. because this girl was like, hey, man. Dude, uh, power he, corrupts. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, That's why it's bad. That's why he's a bad guy. Because yeah. <laughs> he fed into power it. Cor- what's the line? Power corrupts? No, absolutely. Absolute <laughs> power corrupts. Absolutely. Is what there the line go. is. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was it was interesting seeing him in a light other than what I've seen him in because I think seeing him in um Atlanta for the first time really tainted my view of him because now anytime he's not that character I'm like this is kind of weird. For he, the for the better though, right? Tainted your view for the Yes, for, absolutely. Yeah, 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 because him in Atlanta is top tier acting shit. Like he is like I, I don't think you should word, use the word tainted. I don't know. But it does taint, though, because it's hard for me to see him in any other light, you know? Okay. But it's only because he did a fantastic job in that role. But it's it's still a taint, you know? If you put I, blue mm-hmm. dye in the water, it's still going to taint the water. But I've never been, like, uh, in any of his films, I've never been, like, disappointed. But I also haven't seen Atlanta. But, like, because he also plays, like, uh, in a Netflix movie with, um, I can't think of her name or whatever. Or he plays, like, an ex-boyfriend type thing or whatever. But even in that, in, like, a smaller role, it's, like, everything I've seen him in, he's always so good. Yeah. Like, he's just fantastic. Yeah, I mean, he was uh, great in this, too. 
It's just weird seeing him like that. Because he's the one in Judas and the Black Messiah, right? Yeah. 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 Like yeah. He's fantastic but, in that, too. But even that, he has no mm-hmm. sexual relations with anybody. He's just, like, no, existing yeah. and, like, you're following the story through his woman. eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no blowies under the table, for sure, for Monica or otherwise. Uh, oh. Our ratings. What are we giving this movie? I'm going to give it a solid 8 out of 10 horse dicks. Oh, man. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to say 8 out of 10 inches of horse cock. Oh, there you go. That's at least different. You can run with it. I'd run yeah. with it. Uh, all right. I'm finding my horse cock related. I have to make, related, dude. <laughs> I have to make mine horse cock related. Yeah. All right. I got it. Don't worry. Uh Oh, shit. I didn't put the things from last week. Fuck. Damn it. Oh, rip. Yeah, it's a big rip. And I gotta go back and watch our shitty ass what's the, podcast. What's that thing you were talking about? Was it a TV series, James? The one where he's a. Oh, no, it's a Netflix movie. I think it, is it Jenny Rodriguez? Is that her name? Uh, from uh, Jane short, the Virgin, that actress. 12? Oh. Uh, King you, Ripple? You gave it an eight, Eric? Yeah, yeah. I James, gave you gave it an eight? As well, yes. All right, I'm going to give this movie seven and a half regenerative uh, foreskins out of ten. <laughs> um, nice. It's a good one. What are we watching next week? Uh, Black Panther? That's not next week, is it? Uh, no, maybe? I, I don't know. That's what I'm asking. I thought? I thought it was later, but I, but I could absolutely it is, it is. Oh, it this, is this week coming up. It is, because I'm watching it the 10. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm watching it Thursday. I mean, yeah, if we don't review Black Panther, we're an idiot. So, Black Panther it is, boys. I can't wait for Black Ryan Coogler to drop but, the ball on this But one. I will be gone. When do you leave? We're going to do it Saturday, I thought, right? Or are you leaving Saturday? I leave Saturday night, so yeah, we could do it. We could uh, do it Saturday Friday morning. night if you want. I work Saturday, so Friday night works better. Okay, we'll just do it Saturday uh, night. Oh, no. He said he's leaving Friday Saturday night. night. Yeah. So, Friday night? I'm, I guess I'm driving Saturday, Friday night. So, like after. So it has to be Saturday in the morning. <laughs> yeah. There's literally no other option if we're gonna review Unless this movie. S- but no, I work Saturday. In person? Are you on call? Yeah. Oh no, no, no I'm at work. Bug! I thought it was an on call. You never delineate, so I always yeah, just yeah, assume yeah, you're on yeah, call. Yeah, yeah. All right, so, we're reviewing so fr- the movie Friday when Eric's. Ni- no, we're reviewing Friday it when- night. <laughs> I don't know that I'll be able to see it before At Friday like night. 9 p.m. <laughs> I can try to see it before Friday night, but I don't know if I'll be able to. I mean, I'm seeing it Thursday, and right. I don't think y'all don't think you'll be able kids. to see it Thursday. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it really hinges issue. on whether or not I can go see it, which is the problem. Man, Alex got to watch the kids. No, nah, we to. wanted to go see that movie together. I'll call in mobily. <laughs> I mean, you could. Do you have good wireless headphones? Uh, I should have my Sony, so no. Damn. I might have to give you... Wait, where are you driving? We'll talk about it. Who? We're going to end the podcast. All right, everybody, thanks yeah, for tuning yeah. in on Twitch.tv <laughs> slash Sooner Later TV or our YouTube at Sooner Later TV for our YouTube. review of Sorry to Bother You. Hey, some of us have to host it and others just get to sit back so you can suck my dick, you fucking loser. 
You know who's not a loser? Everybody who's been continuing to watch and listen on all of our social medias at Sooner or Later TV. If you couldn't catch us live, don't worry. You can listen to us on all podcasting platforms. We upload all of our reviews on Wednesday at some point on Wednesday. So tune in next review mm. or tune in next week, hopefully, for our review of Black Panther 2. We love everyone. Bye. Bye.